Footy Prime, the podcast is brought to you by Tony Bet, official sponsor of the CPL and presenting sponsor of Canada's unofficial voice of footy. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ah, the end of November. And you know what that means. It's Footy Prime's time to celebrate American Thanksgiving. And this year, they can be thankful for being second in CONCACAF only to Canada. That's right. So let's celebrate with a 26-pound bird, a little bit of James Sharman, perhaps some Danny Dicchio, some lovely cranberry sauce, some stuffing, some Craig Forrest, butternut squash, some Brendan Dunlop, and of course, dessert Dan Wong. Let's get this Thanksgiving party started. Canada's number one. Be thankful for that. Bitches! Dessert Dan Wong. All right, around the around the table here, boys. What dessert is Dan Wong? What dessert would, would Dan Wong present himself oh, at a U.S. That's not that racist, though. He's, no, you're like a pecan pie guy. No, butter pudding. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. What is butter pudding? I'm assuming it involves butter. How about bread pudding? Bread pudding's good, but that's, not, that's less of a sweet though. It's more of a savory with turkey, isn't it? It's bread also not yeah, an American he's, thing. He's got he's, he's some soft, isn't he? He's got he's a soft, soft texture. Soft <laughs> is he slurring? <laughs> I, 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 I think he's more of a spotted dick. <laughs> yes! Spotted dick! Yes! I'm laughing because I don't know why you it's don't know what it is. <laughs> what is you it? don't know what it is? I, Yes, because the spotted dick. Well, is other than the one the doctor told you about, popular. it's yeah. a, that bar by Sportsnet. In Canada. It's yeah, a pub a, by Sportsnet. There was a spotted dick. It's gone now. There's a condo there. Well, there you go. Bitch, what is a spotted dick? So spotted dick is like a sponge uh, cake, kind of a yeah, it's a cake. Sorry, like a so it's like yeah. a sponge cake in a very kind of like a bowl. Uh, shaped with raisins and stuff in it. Yeah, and, and the, the raisins are the spot. Yeah, yeah, they ruin yeah. the whole bloody thing. And you I have hate fucking raisins. Horrible things. Yeah, me too, but I've yeah. had things like that on my penis, so it all makes sense. Yeah, raisins. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> my spotted dick. You have a raisin penis. But they're little. They're little. They're tiny, like little uh, micro raisins. Well, on, on one as they are anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Every time they, they can't be large, can they? Let's be honest. <laughs> Every time Wonger's not on the show, we always say, wow, we got through this show without talking about dicks. And uh, we're two minutes into the show, and all of us have been talking about Come dicks. Come on. I first didn't bring it up. My bad. It was the bald guy who looks yeah, like a dick. His, head. his fucking head looks like but a penis. It is a, it is a dessert. <laughs> Danny Dicchio's head looks like mm. a penis. <laughs> Welcome to Free Prime Podcast. Um, we actually have our first uh, studio, live studio show. Right, we've got a live audience today in the tent. Yeah, yeah. Christian Mazzotti here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks yep. for coming. We got one. <laughs> Welcome yourself. to our professional podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's a full house, cello, unfortunately, but uh, thanks for coming. We hope it sounds good. Wonga left the cable at his uh, other studio, therefore we're, we're experimenting with other mics today. So we apologize if you can't hear us, or if we're too loud. 
it looks okay, but it probably sounds not so good. That's all right. Um, busy show. Fantastic. Champions League, Manchester United. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> he whispers to me, should we test it before we go on? That's what we've been doing for 30 minutes, looking at those waves. Well, I know, but they're they're going like, like it looks as if we're having a, they're having a heart attack over there. <laughs> You know, see, Craig shouldn't be looking at the computer screen. He has no idea what he's looking at. No. Well, he thinks it's, he that, thinks it's Missile Command yeah. from 1982 that's, Atari. That's your heart rate, Craig. That's, that's the battery. Well, that's, that's what I was worried ball. about, Craig. If it goes flat, let me know. <laughs> Wonger's an engineer, a sound engineer. He'll yeah, fix it. I'm so not... It was a nice hearing uh, JC talk about Canada being number one in CONCACAF, and uh, Canada's doing very well. In fact, this week, fellas... GQ, the magazine, which once upon a time was relevant. I'm not sure if it still is. B, is it? You should know this. Sure. You, I love that you asked the most fashionable guy in the group. You're the barista of the group, so. Mm, absolutely. Uh, I think it's it's lost some weight, as most magazines. But I uh, like yourself. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh, fuck. I bet it's an online Welcome thing. Welcome to the Nintendo. Online, eh? <laughs> Holy shit. Wait, does, is he implying they put on weight in the pandemic? No, actually, you're looking pretty good in your uh, Sam Atacubi t-shirt. Yeah, it's a, it's one of those, that 8-bit image. Um, yeah. I'll tweet it's it on the, on the podcast. Yeah, really good. it's pretty good. Someone, someone on Red Bull is, Red Bubble is profiting uh, off of that Sam Atacubi jump. So that should uh, be on GQ. My point being, though, that this week... If it was there, actually a good t-shirt, I'd buy it. Go right ahead. Sorry. It's been a long time since we've all been together. We have, we're learning how to be the first full tent. professionals again. We're, we have a studio audience today. We're so nervous in the studio audience. <laughs> right. We're, uh, who who we're made it? Redbubble. <laughs> I thought you were just making that up. No, it, it's a website. There's a lot of art on there. Oh, yeah? So someone like, did this 8-bit image, and then yeah? they sold it on Redbubble. Wow, you, they should you must try. Post that they should no try again. No one has an idea what we're talking about right now. They should really try again. <laughs> What's amazing is Craig's the only one not drinking in this. <laughs> Smoking a lot, though. Um, as I was saying, so GQ have this weekly thing, apparently, where they have 18 fashion trends or something that you, you should really go out and buy. And they're often very expensive, poncy fashion pants and things, right. things leather, that people wear. Leather shirts. Yeah, that rubber shirts. Right. That kind of stuff. Arseless but this chaps. week, arseless chaps. Yeah. yeah, we don't judge. But this week, um, the, the black Canadian shirt made the list. Which is pretty cool. Canada's is branching over to mainstream fashion now. London mainstream fashion, which is a bigger deal. This isn't like the London Halifax. Supreme, you know, hot why block. London? Is it GQ? It was GQ Europe or GQ's out of yeah, but, York, but London right? being the fashion center. Oh, yeah, GQ is out of New York. Yeah. Oh shit, maybe so I'm, I'm did I just to... make it English? You just made it from London, and I thought GQ was out of New York City. GQ UK has its own thing, though. Yeah, and so if you're totally different than the US one, right. and if you're a cover, it's more fashionable. I think it is. Yeah, no, I think is it that? is more fashionable, but also it Vogue as well, right? They have their own Vogue. Vogue they have yeah. their own Vogue, yeah. but there's a lot of weight with having been on the cover of GQ, like UK. <laughs> Uh-huh. I know this because Aladdin, the actor who plays Aladdin, Mina Masood, he was on the cover of GQ UK, but not in the States. I almost made yeah, a he's Canadian. vegan show with Mina Masood. Oh. Yeah, met him a couple. I was How have we never spoken about this? A vegan show? A vegan oh, show. The point of that? I would love to have listened to that. He's a vegan. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't. He, he, I liked it. I wanted to work with him. Oh. Wow. Dan Small was world. Voted. He went and pitched it in the States and got Dan nowhere. Dan was voted. So. Uh, Is he cost now to Aladdin? 86 in the uh, world most sexiest Dumb. man in 19... Oh, me. Yeah. Who remember was the, the year, the year the, What's his name? Uh, remember we were at his cabin. 
Oh, Harry Hamlin. Harry Hamlin. Yes. From L.A. Law. Above his toilet. <laughs> Should I even be saying this? I don't care. I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. Harry, you know where Harry Hamlin is? No. From Law and Order? Okay, Lisa Rena from Real Housewives of Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood that, that's yeah. Liver lips. Liver lips. Yeah. Doesn't help me. Okay. Still. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you still don't know. No. Okay. They're anyway, both American movie stars. We're we're at World Sexiest because Man, People Magazine. What year was it? 88, I think it was. Yeah, something like that. L.A. Law. Harry Hamlin. Yeah, yeah. so when you're... Or L.A. Law. Yeah. So but he has it over his toilet. When you're having a leak, you're looking at this front cover of himself. Like a so, picture whoa, frame. In, 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 his own, in his own house. Where else do you hang it? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> no, you hang, you hang that. If you're, you're a very sexy over man, your bed. Right, you uh, hang it. Over your bed. So he was an actor... Yes, Harry Hamlin. Oh my god! Yes. Let me Google him here. He sounds, sounds like he would have been like the MLS best eleven. He's, in he's actually he's recently been in something uh, um, quite popular as well. I think. What do you think his nickname would have been? Harry, Harry Hammers. Yeah. Hammy. The, the hamster. The hammer. H double H. Hammy. 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 But Hammy the But the interesting thing about this particular thing was, we thought that he bought the cottage and you know whatever. No, no, no. It was back generations in his family, and he comes from obviously wealth because his Harold Hampton, the great first. great grandfather. I don't know who that is. That's Harry Hamlin. Great grandfather uh, broke yeah. the water speed record on Lake Muskoka or something like that, right? Uh, no, he Lake didn't. Joseph. No, they actually no. went down to uh, Lake Ontario in between. What's that strip by? Uh, um, he knows that stuff. Christian Mazzotti, Troy River. <laughs> no, we're not talking about running drugs here. We're talking about water speed record. No, uh, right by uh, Prince Edward County, there's a gap of water in between there. It's really quiet. Oh, the Picton so, Gap. No, sandbanks out there. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, because um, he had to do a mile. It was the average speed over a mile. So that was from GQ. I was just trying to figure out how we got to Harry Hamlin. Yeah, because on the that water, a, that's a tough six degrees of separation. It used there. to be like Windermere was was renowned for the the. The water speed record, and a guy died there racing Bluebird. I think it was called this this rocket boat. And Lake Windermere is a beautiful part of uh, England, Lake District, and it's just like a mirror. This this lake, and it's yeah. renowned for getting as quick as possible. And this I think it's called Bluebird, and it crashed and he died in like the sixties. Great movie about it. Actually, mm. I'm kind of hoping the mics aren't working today. He was trying to beat Hamlin's record, maybe. No, no, must be. It was like 86 a, miles per no, hour. So Hamlin was trying to beat his record. <laughs> what we're we not. No. What were we speaking about? about GQ answers. again, full. Anyway, <laughs> we're not on Zoom, and I feel like Craig is I on a delay. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm really hoping these mics aren't working for some reason. No, they're working. It's, it looks like a heart attack. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, listen. Busy week in football, and GQ, and yes, yeah, so Canada records. jersey. Canada nobody, jersey. Nobody stuff. can get a hold of. No, yeah, you can't buy them apparently no. online. But to be fair, I think that's a it's just a issue with anything these days. Is COVID. It's a fucking excuse Fuck for everything. COVID, hey, yeah. use you know what? It has nothing to do with it. It's just capitalism when you're going cheaper, cheaper, cheaper and you're having everything made in China. Well, fuck when they can't deliver it on time and they have no you know what I mean? Well, then oh, they're sure. stuck with it. Big issues in the pie business right now. The pie pans. Oh, can't get short the, pie supply, pans. the small ones. Microchips, yeah, like, pie pans, and used cars. No, it's way. crazy right now. Aluminium. And where are the pie pans coming from? What's that? Oh. I don't ask those questions, Craig. <laughs> it's they're really, really cheap. It's Ukraine. <laughs> it's not from Kenora. Put it that way. 
right. Yeah, so they're made out of asbestos. And then they sit in Vancouver. Charmin's pies. How to get methicillinemia. But then they said, okay, so if you're if they're coming from out of country and they're arriving in Vancouver, say, mm-hmm. they're sitting there for another yeah, well, yeah, exactly. eight days. Uh, no, it's been the big issue. And uh, we're, we're yeah. panicking right now a little bit. At least you got truck drivers. In England, then we've got fucking truck drivers. That's right. Really? Yeah, because they all got kicked out. That's why the gas, like, there's been a shortage of gas. Shortage here, The too. gas is there, but it can't be delivered to the petrol stations, gas stations. They've run out of lorry drivers. Yeah, because of Brexit. Because a lot of the oh. Euro- European drivers are not being allowed to come across yeah. back and forth. So. And everybody's shocked. They're like, oh, my God. It's like, we voted for we, Brexit. Yeah, what are you talking yeah, about? yeah. You mean... Where's our booze? Yeah. <laughs> now i got to apply for a visa to go on holiday. What's that about? What about vegetables? Well, you're not... I would think that it must... Like, all the vegetables are grown <laughs> down in, like, Sardinia and all that. Like, getting... All of a sudden, you're not part of the European Union. You are probably paying more on... on yeah, but most people that vote for Brexit don't eat vegetables. Right. <laughs> so you're all invited over to my house to fit in. As long as they get their beans. As long as they get their beans. Yeah, their beans and their toast. <laughs> Bacon. Okay, where's the, where are the pigs coming from? So that's a legume. From? That's a legume, yeah, exactly. So yeah. It's a legume and uh, wheat. You know that Seinfeld, that Seinfeld icebreaker? Like, how about those Mets? That's you. Like, what about vegetables? <laughs> what? Okay. Well, hey, you just talked about a cottage in the summer six months ago. I think I could throw in some vegetables. <laughs> well, Go so ahead, Charles. So you're talking about Europe. Champions League. Oh, yeah. Stop Are we going water. to Benzema or what? Benzema. Beresma. Beresma. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to, to, to uh, Beresma later in today's show. Oh, what, let's do it now. What the hell? Do it now. Yeah, you better okay. get Since we're on the kind of European... Okay, like... Well, because he's European. <laughs> well, just all the shit that's going on. Speaking yeah. of Brexit... It's just a gong show. Well, Kareem Benzema One today was found guilty, found guilty of uh, essentially trying to blackmail Matthew Valbuena. Obviously, Benzema missed five years of his international career. He got back for Euro, did really well. He's been great this year. He's been given a one-year suspended sentence, about a 70,000 euro fine, I believe it is. Um, now it's all been put to bed and it's behind him. He's actually appealing, isn't he? Should we forgive him? Do you think Matthew Valbuena forgives him now? I don't think Matthew Valbuena watched the Euros. How about that? I don't think He's Matthew. Val- games, I don't sure. think Matthew Valbuena liked the. Did he work the French games? Is that what you said? No, I don't. He didn't. Oh. didn't watch the French games. I don't think that. I, I bet you there's a few. Pardon me, a few people that probably didn't like the idea that Benzema was allowed back in the team mm-hmm. because you know it's one thing if you do that to another person, you do that to a teammate. I feel like that's that we, breaks we all put, the code, right? Can we put some context to this for Dan? Because please, what, yeah. what happened? Do go please, ahead. Dan, not, not, I'm not saying I'm, we did it for for Wonger a couple weeks. I kind of remember it. I'll give you the yeah. story. Yes, yeah. you Let's tell us the story as you remember. There are these two guys that play for South America, Team South America. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> two guys uh, on the French team. La uh, Buena and and. <laughs> Benzema. <laughs> Benzema. Benzema. I said Barisma, which was not right. Uh, so, and they, uh, one guy was involved, Benzema, with extorting the other guy. What's his name? Sorry. Valbuena. Matthew Valbuena. Valbuena. The littlest man alive. Littlest man alive, Valbuena. Uh, and they, he extorting him about a sex tape, or sorry, sex video that was stolen off his phone, which was the other crazy thing. This guy goes, hey, can you just save the memory and put it on my new phone? And the guy who did that saw a sex video, 
and then that was the way in. So there was all these. So that's the story. And Benzema blackmailed was part of the blackmail. Yeah, I think Benzema was the middleman, right? Yes. And his mate, who just got out of jail, who knew known since he was a kid, was kind of the main perpetrator. Who I think is doing some jail time now again because of it. Basically, he's a hanger-on, right? And all these footballers from parts of the world have these hangers-on. Did you guys have hangers-on? Beach. When, when you made it big, you got the Premier League. Did you have guys in your past like, knocking on your door calling you, hey, Beach, remember me? No. I made sure to add a really tight circle of friends that I grew up with. What are their names? Spike. My boys. Spider. Jimmy, Jimmy Fonzie. <laughs> Richie. I got one called Saxy. Yeah. Yeah. Flinty. <laughs> That's right. Saxy, Flinty. George. George, of course, he's, he's got a fat be a George, one. Yeah. No, a no, fat, no, no. He's tall. He's tall. Oh, me as well. George, my bellies. Yeah, but I had, a, I had a good crew. Charlie, I had a good crew of like even guys that were a little bit older than me that looked after me when we were in trouble and they would get me out of certain hot spots when stuff was going down. So that was very much needed, especially in my younger days. But I did have guys that I went to school with that went to prison that sent me letters from prison asking for money, asking for loans to get them out, even when they're doing 25-year stretches and they were in for bank robberies or armed robbery, they were asking for loans. So thankfully they weren't out on the streets and asking for money and I wasn't around them because there was probably in my primary school days that... Did you reply to those letters? No. So they're probably looking for me. That's why I moved across here. Where's <laughs> this? You know, it all comes together. It's all coming together. Did you did you watch the TV show version of Snatch? They no. made it with uh, the ginger guy from Harry Potter. He's in it. They oh, made uh, a TV show not version. Gryffindor, the other one. Um, I know who you're talking about. Oh, the, um, the ginger uh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter's friend. Um. Uh, he had a bunch of brothers. Redheaded stepchild. Yeah. Oh, um, you know the musician guy. What's he called? Ed Sheeran. Yeah. He looks like and him. He was. Well. He was yeah. snatch. He was. So he's guy. no. He wasn't the main guy. He was the <laughs> secondary character. He okay. was the best supporting actor in snatch. Uh, anyway, what you just described is essentially how they made the idea of snatch the movie into a TV show. It's exactly that. Clearly, no one's watching, so I guess no. it's not a big hit. No, but thanks for that, Craig. Did you have hangers on, like when you moved? Well, when you moved to England, because you obviously didn't grow up there. But yeah, the Vancouver Mafia. Did they get in touch? Oh, I'm sure, Matt. When you go Ipswich. to England and you're a new guy, and, you know, there's new friends. You're, you know, are there gangs in there's, or I think I think every team has there's bad people lingering with players and history. And they're called agents. I mean, oh, look at Jason Dizel. Jason Dizel, yeah. Ipswich, right? Went away at uh, Spurs and whatever. Played for England, I think. Um, I mean, his background, his brother was big, huge guy, black guy with red hair, stood out like a red, you know, like sore thumb. sore thumb. And there was a riot on the field at Ipswich against QPR, against QPR fans. And we were watching this in the stand. I was in the youth team at the time. Actually, a friend came over from Canada and said, is there any trouble in these games? I go, ah, no, it's all right. <laughs> and then he's standing up going, what the? And there's, there's Jason Dizel's brother on the field, just tagging guys. Just six foot seven. Pow. So he got banned for a while. Were the firms, like, were they active within the players back in, in the well, 80s? I mean, you kind of knew who the... the Top boys were. Yeah, I mean, sure. Titus Bramble's 
father was, you know, he was known in the area to, you know, he didn't want to mess with them. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, back in those days, you, you would see the fans. You'd be in the pub. You might see the fans, right? Back in, well, when you first started out in, you know, until the late 80s. Yeah. When it was still a bit of a factor. Mm-hmm. Football organism, right? The firms within those clubs were, were very much... Sorry, you you refer to them as the firms. Is the firms the, the hooligan gangs? The hooligan gangs yeah, within the clubs. Yes. Yeah. And are they accepted by? No, the, it's a fan. It's a fan club, right? Yes. So it's, it's like a, what what you would call the supporters club, oh, like in the south I end. See. Yeah, but okay. So in in Italy, for example, though they are almost part of the club. Cool. They used to be a lot more. Sometimes, so, right? whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have a lot of power. Tons you of know, power. The have a lot of power. Maybe less so now, but yeah. certainly you know, yeah. twenty years ago. They had a lot of influence. Political power, too, right? That's, yeah. I mean, what else even we, going back to the wars, they knew what clubs to go for, like, for, you know. They were also in club meetings now in Italy, which is really surprising. Well, so like, they, they go to team meetings? They are invited in, so the head of the ultras of certain clubs yeah. will be in meetings with directors, with head coaches and stuff like that which is bizarre to me but that's what English clubs want now as well right it's not so much the ultras but it's the fan representation on the boards yes yeah. coming out yeah. of the whole uh, yeah. Super League not like the last year. like West Ham's ice was the ICF inner city firm inner city trains and they were uh, they were naughty <laughs> <laughs> but the, to say the least yeah. the reason that this is so important right is that you look at in Italy with the San Siro that never fills fills out. The ultras are always there. It's a guaranteed season ticket. That's why the clubs have to value and support these supporters clubs and allow them into the mix because they can't afford to lose out on that. Am I wrong? But at the same time, because they go there and they're kind of violent and they bring a, a different degree of atmosphere, uh, atmosphere, it it scares families away. Am I right uh, or wrong? It's certain clubs. Certain clubs. Yeah. Especially when you've had a lot of trouble, like. One of my old clubs, Mill, have a, a terrible name, but they've tried to change certain factors within the stadium and having family parts of the. Yeah. But the family parts are just as bad as. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? You got a little sixty-year-olds going to give you the wanker sign, and right. oh yeah, that's that's special. That's a real special experience. Great story. Uh, Deech got me tics, tickets to go see Millwall and Birmingham City at the Den, and. You know how I would describe the den? I don't know if you've had the experience here, but anyone in Canada that's been to like an old junior hockey rink, like uh, Windsor had one, the Spitfires, the old barn, like a hundred year old barn, that's what the den felt like. It's in a horrible part of London. Different than a lot of other grounds I've been to. You went to the den? I went to the den, yeah. The new den. Oh, the new one. Oh, that's not. So 18 minutes in. That's nothing. Millwall are up 3 0. The old one. 18 minutes. 18 minutes in, they go up 3 0, right? The crowd is just absolutely buzzing. And Marlon King was on Birmingham at the time. And he'd been done somewhat recently for abusing a woman, I think. Yeah. So every time he touched the ball, the fans were on him. She said no, Marlon. She said no. Constant, right? It was every time he touched the ball. I Good think for them, eh? They're showing some Creative good yeah. morals. Yeah. So <laughs> Setting up for the women's rights. Right. Yeah. Second half starts. <laughs> he gets one. Quick. Good for a change. 60th minute, he gets a second one. I remember this game. At this point... It sounds like they're going to be relegated. Okay, they're still winning three to two. Fans are are losing it, and I'm in a, in a mixed section near the halfway line. There's there's I won't say there's families around, but there was definitely in front of me. There was a man with his child, and at three two, this man could not not swear. 
And the, <laughs> the child repeatedly was like, Daddy, Mummy says you can't say that word. <laughs> oh, no, don't tell Mummy. Repeatedly, right? <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Marlon King scores the third yeah, goal. He, he scored a hat trick in this game, okay? And he's just, he loved it, too. He, he went to the center circle and, like, put his hand on his ear, and the whole crowd was going crazy. The kid gets up and starts repeating the dad. Marlon King, you fucking cat! <laughs> it was great. I learned new swear words in the English language at the new. Oh day. yeah, isn't it? It's a freaking experience, isn't it? Oh my god! How safe did you feel in the, in the games when you had that kind of hostility thrown at you? Did you feel like yeah, you could give them a little bit, you know, a little bit of attitude? Sorry, well, not at the old end because you had to go through this little gauntlet. Yeah, but it was caged off. It was caged off. Was caged off. But, but all liquids pee. came through it. Cups, cup full of pee. Spit. Yeah. Spit right. It honestly was like it was like the Walking Dead, just all over these kids. Like <laughs> right. dead, you know, it's like fucking attack of the the toothless zombie. Yeah, but the, the tunnel, like the other side's only there. Like, hey, these are tight yeah. as hell. The, the corridors in the back were really tight because they the area they get robbed and right. you know what I mean. So make it harder. <laughs> Well, I would think that the array of just uh, dental hygiene would change everywhere you are in UK. Yeah, well, you're like, oh, look at where I am now. Three tooth Tony and his and his kid, yeah, north north and south of Watford, drinks Kool Aid every day. Well, it just goes bad, worst, terrible. <laughs> yeah, you're like, dude, just you walk around with like Colgate and yeah. give it out. It's amazing. It's just luck of the draw. If you're just wherever your teeth end up. When you go to Cuba or some places, they say, oh yeah, bring bring them blue jeans and bring them all these. We go to England, bring them toothpaste. Toothpaste, yeah. No, it's not true. My teeth. It's the it's the crest. It's not true. The crest. Like the nothing, there's nothing wrong with your teeth. Thank no. you very much. Is that just luck of the draw, though? Oh, no, it's fluke. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. he's been here for 25 years. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had two. I mean, teeth. yeah, but he. You know what? If, you, if they were white, they'd even be better. <laughs> These are not my teeth. Was it the last show we were? Talking are those about not from? your teeth? Yeah, uh, some of them. Some. <laughs> Can you pull them out? No. You lost some teeth, Clint. Oh yeah, oh they're yeah, screwed in like the old yeah. crown thing. Elbows or heads? Yeah, what goalkeepers knocked them out of your head? No, a couple of them got knocked out by a kick. Did you play on? I was knocked out, but for sure, come off, had stitches, and then thrown back on. Of course yeah. you did. Yeah, you're okay. You're okay, yeah, Deech, right? Yeah, there's been no long-term effects, luckily. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so his head looks like a penis. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name again? <laughs> that has nothing to do with that. Who, who said that? Who's called my? That's just like it's Wagger. Look at the draw. Wagger over here. That's you. Oh yeah, yeah. I can see you now. <laughs> You're in the tent. Then. Okay. Benzema, Thank you. Benzema comes back <clears throat> to the French team. How do you? Okay. Think of one of your ca- Canadian teammates or one of your West Ham teammates. Not one of your good. Not QPR good. Teammates. Not good. It depends how like friendly you were with Valbuena or you were buddies that you grew up in the national team set up with ben, Benzema I still even if I grew up with a guy and he did that to a teammate even if I wasn't friendly with a teammate it's not like and everyone's got a sex tape I'm assuming at that point in your career as well somewhere lurking right so you're nervous too <laughs> yeah everyone's afraid you, of that you want to welcome back Ben hey hey Kareem come over here mate yeah. Yeah. you buy your pint buy your dinner yeah. hey wait mate's right yeah, yeah. oh fuck right. you, haven't, you haven't seen that have you? <laughs> oh, well, it remember, doesn't paint me in glory let me tell you remember when Rio and uh, spotted Rio? dick <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing 
<laughs> it was, it was like me. there was raisins on his penis. I hope, I hope this is recording. <laughs> I'm looking at this sound wave and I am afraid. I'm, I hope yeah, this I'm, is recording. It's recording. Look, it's green, yellow, a little bit of red there. It's so a lot of green. Battery line. <laughs> oh, yeah. that is? Yeah. No, that's... <laughs> when I'm DJing, that's the sound bite there. Yes. You know your shit. Come on, these mugs. You know your shit. You, you, DJ, you, DJ, you DJ, call me a mug? Laptops from the DJ? <laughs> huh? Yeah, laptops from the DJ? Now we do. But you're DJing. I do. At home, I do. Oh. <laughs> when are you going to DJ for us? Never. Christmas show. Christmas, Christmas show. Christmas, so, Christmas show, JC and I are going to do a quiz. We're going to try and get two other guests in. It's going to be those two guests, Ditch and Forrest, against the two old broadcasters. Mm. So we're going to play, have a, a we should do, word quiz. Or we should play. invite Valbuena and Benzema. Yeah, Val, we'll get them over. We'll fly them over. <laughs> now we're going to ask Craig to reach out to a couple of the people that he knows. That we Let's get Jerry. Should get Jerry on the show, actually. He's been saying that for two years now. Hasn't happened yet. So. He's, he's golfing in Florida every weekend, probably. isn't he? No, he's in... Uh, yeah, oh no, he's in Palm Springs. He's Palm Springs, Springs California. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. We'll have more guests on soon. Yeah. We've had some great interviews recently. Yeah, we have. And we'll, we'll keep it up very shortly as well. Sex tapes, one more thing. <laughs> Rio Ferdinand and Frank Lampard. What's the story? So we're, Is a sex tape with them? No, no, oh, I, wasn't, I wasn't there. You filmed the two of them? No, I didn't film him either. But somebody did. Mm. Do you remember this? I remember in the papers. Right. Didn't really this come out. Lance... They paid it off in the end, didn't they? Oh no, no, it came out. No, no, no. This no. is what... Rio or Anton? Rio. It was Rio. Mm-hmm. Rio it's and Frank. Vaguely familiar when they're very. Can you young, give right? us the West synopsis? Game? Well, so somebody filmed him. Who? Rio and Frank, Frank with a couple of girls. In oh, I thought you meant Rio and Frank. It was when, it on. Like, it was wow. when they were like really established. Yeah, it was in Ayanapa. Yeah, and I think it was after a World Cup or Europe. It was. Yeah, I do remember it now. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, so anyway, set them up. He didn't. Yeah, friend. Yeah, friend. Yeah, friend sold it to the newspaper. No, the fr- friend. Frank, exactly. So, but anyway, the whole thing about the story was Frank didn't know. Well, he knew it was going to maybe come out, blah blah blah, but he didn't know when and whatever. So he, after the game, you know, Saturday he go for drug babies. He gets up Sunday. It's in the Sunday newspaper, right? She has read it. Goes over to his mom and dad's. Oh, no opens the door and his mom hits him with a right hand like just <laughs> you stupid ass. like just oh yeah just beating him up on the doorstep yeah that's pictures right. all that's over the front look. all over the front page your mom ever hit you mom uh, oh yeah fuck yeah yeah me too you and she was a little five five my mom yeah. my mom give me a slap yeah, yeah, my mom used to get all once, of, so she's got all of my hair slap once oh no we I my we got we got beat no, she gave me a slap. My mom used to always say, "Go in your room and wait till your dad goes home." Yeah, gets home. yeah. Oh, that was my one. That was that I got, was scary. That was I got scary. That shit. Out. I was living in fear for an hour. Yes, be in my room like that. Yeah. Yeah. What can I say to him? Where can I hide? Yeah, can I get yes. <laughs> yeah. It'll hopefully, it get over quickly, right? But but what was the threat that Charmin's dad would have? Because he couldn't say, oh, "I'll drop you from the rugby team." <laughs> <laughs> you knew you weren't getting in anyway. <laughs> yeah, transition to TFC. But the sex tape thing. I mean, say someone came to you and said, "Listen, I've got a tape of you." Unless you you give me the money, I'm going public with it. All depends on how good the tape it is, right? Right. Yeah. If I was like, oh, was it like 
Is it lit? What well, do you mean how good it yeah, is? If it's lit well, if I'm looking yeah. good, if, if I'm like a world who champion, who am I with? Top form, I'm like, <laughs> you go right ahead and publicize yeah. that. Yeah. I'm a world champion, yeah. fucker. Me. I'm <laughs> go ahead. You know, if it's one of those times you're not like a world best, champion. You're like, okay, how much do you want? Yeah. You know? Yeah, but if you've got a wife and kids at well, the same different. time. Yeah. Then you're, you're like, kids, I fuck like a world champion. <laughs> <laughs> that's what well, you want and your missus says, well, you don't do that with me. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go practice. Well, Stephen Bywater. Choo-choo. Hey. What? Oh, I got so many stories. The young Stephen Bywater. Boy Wonder, we call them, right? So a young kid. And you got Les Seeley, the character, right? And you got Ludo. He's a goalkeeper. Shaq, well. what a goalkeeper. Them? West Ham. Okay. Got him young. He picked him up. Paid a lot for him. I think a million or something like that from Played for smaller the twenty. I remember Bywater, yeah. Yeah. Wait, you remember yeah, Bywater? Yeah. Because I, I know the name. He's mentioned him before. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah no. used to live by the water. <laughs> I remember you talking about Bywater. <laughs> well, and a whole bunch of the kids then, they did, right? You had uh, Rio Good, right? Frank. Uh, uh, Joe Cole. Um, Bywater. So anyway, they're all playing, and they're like, oh, how about By- Bywater? He's coming for a corner, right? He's standing there at a corner. And he's coming, he's like, lads, before <laughs> I'm coming out like a fucking train. When this is coming, I get out of my way. Right? So he stands up, the ball is coming in, he gives it the old choo choo. Coming forward like Superman through the air. And then Joey Cole, because he's missing it by like, he's not even close to it. Choo choo. Get out like a train. So he had a sex tape? Yeah, well, no, he didn't have a sex tape, <laughs> but there was a story about him, and. The woman in the in the actual story telling about this the sex that they had built him up like he was a freaking rock star. Said he had an eight inch, you know, you know, and then all that. And he went for four hours. What? Spotted dick. <laughs> yeah, spotted dick. I, I, I do not know. <laughs> so anyway, Stevie phones me up from Spain because they're down in Spain, and he hears the stories come out. It's not like the internet, that right? So he was like, "You gotta like, you gotta go get it and read it. Like, what does?" this thing is about so i go down i phone him back i'm like he goes you know you know it's all bullshit right and i went oh yeah yeah i know it's all bullshit she says you had an eight inch cock <laughs> <laughs> i said right there and then she went you went for four hours i was like what <laughs> can't even train for four hours <laughs> he's like get my press get my presser send yeah. it out everywhere so anyway he uh they sued because jonathan martin was his uh, they agent too they sued the paper yeah, yeah. and god i don't know what they got 40 grams <laughs> yeah maybe we need a pretty prime sex tape so you know kind of really get us I guess over the edge appeal to those uh, sponsors you're, right. less, you're less likely to come out like in public or sue if it's a positive story right well made Kim Kardashian yeah Paris Hilton Jason Jason Dizelle and uh, Big Duncan Ferguson remember him Wait, Big Duncan one they were in one no they were in the newspaper and talked about being the girl that was she slept with both of them yeah this is what they have in the newspaper right she slept with both of them open spread they they're, they they had categories like foreplay you know the whole right. deal all the way down right. marked out of 10 marked out of like 10 player reports player um yeah. like a rundown like yeah that. oh yeah, yeah. Player, player rating. Jason Giselle got a total of I think 6 out of 100 I think Six out of a hundred. Duncan Ferguson got ninety-seven. <laughs> she was scared of him. Would you be gutted if you're Jason? Oh, we gave him a bad time. But you know why he got her pregnant too, right? There's all sorts of that going on. I think he did anyway. 
Allegedly. 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 Can we use the word yeah, allegedly please. across the board? So we're allegedly having a show right yeah. now. But you probably get sued for things that happened like <laughs> 20 years ago. <laughs> They're all in somebody's book. <laughs> and then I remember another time when Johnny Work was uh, uh, in the newspaper as a all, all time 11, ugly 11. Oh, ugly 11. The ugly 11. That's a bad fucking line. That's not great, is it? That's a horrible moment. And he kept walking around the bus going, come on, lads. Like, I'm not. Like, like, he kept naming off, like, now, you know. Are they by position? Yeah, at least, like, he at least like, a half a dozen guys that are uglier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but was it by position, though? Like, you were the ugliest fullback, as opposed to 11. There's oh, no yeah. formation here, just 11 players. Or are they going 4 3 No, three, no, four, they, two, did, they did. You they, think they'd be yeah. five in the back, because defenders are generally uglier than. 4 4, four two. Was. I know who the keeper was. Yes, the bigger, your Steve O'Grigger. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know who the striker right. was. He's not on TV anymore. No. Are you shocked? Have you seen his face? That's the guy. That's the guy from Goonies. Yeah. What's his name? You got to see Ian Dowie. The fans chanted that at him all the time. Even the West Ham fans. There you go. But he's... So mean. You've not even seen him yet. Should we ask our studio guest if he knows we're talking about? You and all the Goonies? I know the Goonies. You remember that guy on the other? You go. Just type in Ian Dowie and Slough comparison. Yeah. <laughs> and there'll be pictures up of it. Oh, is that a good one? Yeah. That's no, a bad one. Honestly, people have no idea how cruel it is to play there. Like, if they can find any reason. <laughs> it's bullying, basically. It's, oh, no. <laughs> right? So, this, guy's been, this guy was on TV when they started sharing the Premier League, like, every single match. It yeah. used to just be, we'd only get the 10 o'clock games. Once we got all of them, they needed more analysts. The fuck is this Nick da- Nick Dazovich in Scotland. Have you know you know this one? No. So he's he's like warming up, and a bunch of these fans are chanting at him like, "Get off my train! Get off my train!" So he's like, "Hey lads, what are they talking about? You remember Ghost, the movie Ghost? Yeah, with Whoopi and and that guy. Oh, he- the guy." No, he wasn't. That, the guy who was... No, he was the teacher in Fast Times at Ridgemont High who brought them to the right. coroner's thing. So he was married to the secretary in Moonlighting. Harry Hamlin. No, but Harry close. Hamlin. No. Who was in Moonlighting? Harry Hamlin. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Mahershala Bruce Willis. Ali. I saw yes. that. Bruce Willis. That won the best picture. What? No, Moonlight. that's Moonlighting. So get off my train. Moonlighting. That's a classic. That's Dezza's not an ugly guy. No. I don't think, is he? He's no. Not. No. This is a stretch. That's what I'm saying. Dazza's got beautiful yeah. hair. Yeah, but if yeah. you're on the all, uh, all Ugly 11, like, that's a title that they could put on the Chiron on TV. Like, yeah. you're doing an interview, <laughs> and it's not like, played 12 years at Sunderland. <laughs> really? Eh? In, you know, yeah. like, hey, Ipswich is all-timer. <laughs> it's... All ugly eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Number nine. And you're like, right. fuck he and everyone would go, he is all ugly eleven. And they it's remember you. Yeah. If, if you're ugly, you know you're ugly, right? But if yeah. you're if you haven't got a talent, you can kind of lurk in the shadows in life, mm. you know, and not expose that horrible face too much, right? <laughs> you can get by. Mm. Right? I mean, not if, you, if you're like, you know, given this this all world talent where you have no choice but to become famous, it's gotta be tough. Have you seen Lewis Capaldi? 
Louis Capaldi. The singer? The most famous no. person in this tent? Who Scottish is that? Singer. No, no, no. You, you, Scottish singer. I, look, I'm not a music guy. <laughs> this is why I'm going to lose. <laughs> yeah, he's but he's like he's Ed Sheeran level famous for songs, but I'll show you what he looks like. He looks like Ian Dowie's son. <laughs> really? Uh, the guy I just saw, oh, that, was that yeah. Ian Dowie? Yeah. The so guy from the this, this, okay, I so, swear to God, this guy is as popular in, in the music world, like almost, right? Almost. He's like an uh, ugly Harry Potter, poor guy. Yeah, but he he's, a, like but he's almost guy. as popular as Ed Sheeran. No. Like, he's he's super popular, and he, this is what he looks like. It's, he looks like a grandmother. <laughs> you know what? You know who his celebrity doppelganger is? He said this, he's like, he's like, yeah, it's a tough time to look like Susan Boyle. I was going to say Susan yeah, Boyle. <laughs> That's exactly who he looks like. Uh-huh. I mean, he, he takes the piss out of himself and makes no, so like. I would say he's ugly, though. He's just homely. He's definitely got alcohol yeah. problems because he's ugly. Oh, no, that's not a good picture. He's also Scottish. He's also Scottish, yeah. Have you seen the lead singer of the Pogues? Shane McGill. Oh, yeah. Shane McGill. But you know what? I don't know how ugly he though. was. It was just his teeth. He had teeth like... It was, you know, when different it, directions. it was like, it was like, you know, well, they were pretty straight. Just no, it was, it was very oh, no. problematic. Yeah. Like there's like, yeah, you know what it was? Think about a roundabout, yeah. how it has things going off Lewis, like that. Well, that was his teeth. He, he, he could eat a, an apple for a tennis record. Easily. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> Who was it? What Italian? I don't know. It was what was his name? Just manager. pull up Pogues. The Pogues. Who? Uh, years ago, the Glasgow era, uh, was it Perez said that the certain play we wouldn't sign him because he wasn't good looking enough. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? Because they're saying he, you know they signed Beckham and they're saying they shouldn't have signed Beckham. Should have got this other guy. I forget who it was now. And Thomas Graveson. You know what? It was when Graveson left. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. He goes, yeah, he didn't really fit our whole Galactico image, 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 right. and look. Great player, right? But well, how crazy is that? They, 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 in football, it was always the offensive lineman and defensive lineman. So you go out on Saturday they nights. They were ugly? It's not about ugly. It was just but off-putting. Like They, they were so gigantic because they were you and Craig's height, but add another 100 pounds, right? Or 150 pounds. And one of our buddies, Val, really cool guy, but he'd sweat a lot and he'd love to dance. And you're like... Dude, you're hanging on me. You're scaring the girls that you're leaning on. I got, you know, so it was this whole, hey, do we invite Val out? <laughs> we love Val. But if he's hanging on us and. But don't you look good beside him? Oh, I look like a small Val, right? <laughs> he's Metis. I, like, we went to Jamaica together and uh, they're like, this guy from Alabama, a little five foot seven dude, he goes, where are you guys from? We go, oh, well, from Canada. And he's Metis and I'm dark. Well, I don't know what I am, but I'm uh, half Asian something. And so he goes, boy, you make them big in Canada. And we were like, no, it's just us two. There's a short Canadian over there. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, speaking of best 11s, Charmin and I have had some great moments on air together over our 15 years working together. No, we? It's 15 years? No, have we had good moments on air together? <laughs> Well, I like to think so because you're a, I think of you as a much better friend than you think of me. My we have been. We have some great I know, I know. moments. What was your sign-off on your show? Oh. Cheers for listening. Yeah. Well, cheers for watching. No, was, no, 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 but not, sorry, your last show. We didn't know it was the last show. So. <laughs> you didn't? We didn't. What about so, at the score? Oh, we went from the score to yeah, sports then. I, you know, know, that I was double dipping. I was doing sports and score at the same time, and then the footy show kind of just went away. 
good question, though. Yeah, she's being aware of it going away. I knew. At that point, the, yeah, do you yeah, remember yeah. what my last appearance on the score was with you? Because it, it, it was important to me know. that I, I had just a moment with them. It didn't have to be an acknowledgement because mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed was to them? acknowledge it. Them being uh, James Sharman and Christian Jack. Okay. Um, so it, it come together very quickly and uh, was in the space of about two weeks and it was, oh, you're you're gone? Okay, well, you can just you know take your stuff from your desk and get out. Stick like, don't don't go on air. Like, can I just go on air for a second? The only thing at the moment was Christine Sinclair and the women's team were doing something. And so it was a random segment that James and KJ were doing. And it would, if in normal times, it would just be the two of them. I was always like the Twitter guy or it was part of the footy show. So it made no sense for me to be on the panel. But they allowed me to be on the panel to talk about Christine Sinclair and whatever she was doing because that was going to be my last appearance of the score. But I none of us could acknowledge it. So that, to me, was a big deal. That's, yeah, because you left before the, the mm-hmm. footy show ended. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of was cancelled for sure in between when I thought it was going to be cancelled. Right, so there was no fun. And even so, in, in TV, they rarely tell you it's your last show. Right, right, they, right. Because it's very What are you dangerous. guys whispering about? You, you know we're doing a podcast. <laughs> I'm asking them a question. Sex tapes. Is it is it worth putting on the microphone? No. No, I'm talking about <laughs> That's why we are whispering. <laughs> what are you saying? Yeah, you, we interrupt. So, so we, we used to do this show regularly where we would talk about the best 11 of this, best 11 of that. And one day we had the best 11 over 30 because I think it was Fabrizio Micheli or someone was lighting it up and it was like, oh, you know, 30-year-old players. There's a lot of great 30-year-old players. Like, who's the best? Like, we call it like the over age 11. But it was, the cutoff was 30, right? But 30 is old in football. Longer? It so then, especially Charmin goes team right now, wouldn't you? Charmin, so Charmin goes last, and it was like the old, old age eleven, and Charmin just named every player that looked old. So like Rooney was twenty five, Rooney was in there, and that guy from the uh, John Joe Shelley was in there, but there was that guy from Liverpool that went to Bolton. Oh, we talked to him all the time. Oh, oh you, 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 did, like you did the wrong eleven. You just the, the the look old looking eleven. 11. Who was that? Yeah. Wasn't Danny Murphy? He, he, was, no, uh, he was like twenty. He was honestly, he was like twenty-one, and but, he looked. But 48. I have to tell you, old young guys confuses me when you look at them, and they're like, "Yeah, twenty. You know, when you meet someone when you're twenty-one, you're like, the guy looks like he's forty-six. What the hell? Like, who's that guy that played for the uh, Lakers? They just uh, traded him. White guy just traded him to. Oh, Caruso. Caruso. Yeah, he looks right. like he's. He looks like he's only two. Yeah, he's just coming to his last year. Yeah. Right. He, old young, he's young old guys. Yeah. Or, sorry, old young guys. I was confused. It's like skinny fat guys. I was like, that's the, <laughs> the skinny you, fat you, guy. How are you fat when you're skinny? You know, I, I realized this week. You know, the whole thing about age and football, right? And it used to be, you know, early thirties. You're kind of done. Jay Spearing. Jay Spearing. He was like 23. <laughs> he was at least 43 physically. At least. Jay Spearing. Do you know him? Do you remember him? I remember him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, so you know, he could be the ugly 11 right? too. Especially strikers, right? You're done early 30s. Now we're seeing Messi and Ronaldo and these guys play a lot later, right? And I'm watching PSG today against Man City and I'm realizing why, you know, Messi and also Ronaldo United are still playing so well. So well, it's because they don't fucking run anymore. And, and they've run less kilometers in their careers than anyone else because they're so lazy. <laughs> and it pissed me off. Did you see the PSG game today? I was watching yeah. Milan beat Atletico. Oh, okay. right, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. That's a big win. Um, I did watch that game. Right, and watching that front three, Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi, right? Wonderful, right? And they do some incredible things, but they are lazy. Mm-hmm. And some of the counter-attacks by Man City 
look really fluid and very, you know, successful because they're playing against freaking eight men. Seven men. Because that's pretty freaking walking back. Charity tournament 11. Yeah. Yeah. Frustrating as hell. With Ronaldo, though, I, I have a tough time attacking Ronaldo for that. About anything? <laughs> no, no, no. About him and his girlfriend? No, or honestly, though, if you, if, you wa- if you watch 90 Minutes with the intention of when he's in the screen, watch him, right? Obviously, I do because I'm infatuated with him. Right. <laughs> but watch him, and you, you would not be able to say, oh, he's lazy, he's not running. He's strategic. No, you wouldn't. You would. No, I swear to God. He has moments like Fonzie where you're like, he's not getting to that ball, and he darts 30 yards across the pitch depressed but at the same time he ha- has moments where you think no, within he's 10 feet he's 10 clever. meters he doesn't do it he's clever it's weighted he is lazy I, it's not lazy why can't, why can't Ronaldo fans ever admit he does anything wrong it's strategic because he's why playing why can't you admit he can't you he can't do anything wrong he's perfect specimen. because he's beautiful Everything. James that's why what? is that he's the one player in the world where, where Ronaldo fans are the most one-eyed Lincoln fans of any sport. Oh, so when it comes to a player, Ronaldo fans are Arsenal fans, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Love yeah, that. Yeah. Honest question. Do you think Ronaldo's done a sex tape? <laughs> I bet you he's paid for a sex tape not to be released. Yeah. Why? Why? Because look at the other things he's just paid make him for. More, it would just make him more famous. Then he'd get crossover. Allegedly. Allegedly, he'd get crossover. No, allegedly, he's paid for a baby. Allegedly. He's paid for uh, an indecent incident in, yes, yeah, someone silent in That's the one in Vegas, right? Or allegedly. That? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. it, allegedly, I wouldn't be surprised if allegedly he paid to allegedly have a sex tape allegedly go away. If you love yourself that much, you'd probably take yourself. Obviously. Well, it's not like sex tapes have done anybody any harm. Did, well, only Kim has it done Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan. Well, yeah, no, he got the rich. sex tape itself yeah. didn't. Yeah. No, right, right. If it got released, you'd be, you know, that'd be a different story. Mm-hmm. I could see Ronaldo right. being like that guy yeah, in uh, American, the idea of it. American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Christian Bale. Christian, Christian Bale, Bale in American in the Psycho. Like that. Yeah. I could, see, I could see Ronaldo being like that. Have you read that book? It's, it's horrifying. The book. American Psycho? Yeah. The movie's fine. The book is horrifying. But is it's it? a page turner. It's amazing. I love it. You know what else is a page turner? Zero my life. If you're looking for a Christmas Horrifying gift. as well. And, and <laughs> Horrifying. Horrifying. Yeah. If you were a fan of TFC uh, in the early days, the when when you want you really wanted them to win, yes, horrifying. It is a great present for a, a TFC fan out there, I think, for Christmas coming up. You definitely sell some of them. Get some prints. Make give them away at the next uh, audience studio audience. You know what? We'll give one away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good point. This wasn't strategic, but it's worked out brilliantly. Give one away on the Footy Prime yeah, Twitter yeah, on the Twitter, and this was brought to you by Dero, my life by written, ECW Press, written by Brendan Dunlop, with a forward by Lennox Lewis for no reason. Okay, there's our sale, <laughs> sponsored by and Charmin's proper. <laughs> Get your pies. Hey, I'm, I'm featured in that book too. I wrote a little blurb on the back. You are on the back. That's right. That's why right. right. for me. On the yeah. Back. Why selling like fucking hotcakes, chumps? That's what it is. Yeah. They're yeah. selling like buys, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wishes. <laughs> <laughs> selling pies at fucking York United. Yeah, you know. It's, oh, it's not anymore. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> might be. Yeah, Jimmy left. Though. He might be selling pies for you. Yeah. He's making pies in the kitchen. Pies, get your pies over here, Jimmy Brennan. Oh, we pies. should get Jimmy on the show. We should get Jimmy on the I show. I did ask him tonight. Absolutely. He had the kids. 
So we'll get Jimmy on there. Jimmy left this past week. Um, Jimmy TFC, Bradley. Um, Bob Bradley. Now going to run all things football. So Mike, Bob, and Jeff bringing the Bradleys representing. Yeah, well, for those who don't know, Jeff Bradley. Director of Communications, right? Brother of Bob. Mm-hmm. So would it be awkward? Michael's coming to the end, right? It's fair to say. Still has a role, obviously. Um, still probably the face of that team. He's no, got a role. No, no. Come on. Not the face of the team, eh? Who is? Who's the face? Yeah. <laughs> Can you name one of them? Hold on, hold on. No, yeah. new, <laughs> new Canadian men's national team super fan. Who is the face? Because you are looking through red and white tinted glasses. Yeah, you know who she plays, actually, because we had one in our podcast. I, yes. I, yeah. But that's my point. I don't think Michael Bradley had this, has the sway. That, well, maybe that's your point, is that he doesn't have the sway that he used to. But I don't even know if he's the face after the last couple of years. I guess that's well. My I think point. he's still the face. Uh, and I'm not saying it's a particularly great face, given that well, he's on their last. I, I saw a digital ad, and he was still on it. Yeah. So I, I get it. He's, he's the biggest name. Yeah, for sure he is. Yeah, right? for sure he is. So he's on the way out slowly but surely, right? He's getting to that point in his career. Um, would it be awkward? Be do you think Craig would it be awkward for when when Bob says, "Listen, Mike, you want a coach? It ain't working out." Oh, you know, I, I can't play you. In the big games anymore, I can't play you every week. Um, even if you want to play centre back, you're not you're not good enough. I, well, I mean, they must have had this conversation, right? So don't worry, we'll move you into a coaching role. Heir apparent. I think though that Mike is self-aware enough and has had a, a professional working relationship with Dad enough that Michael will call that shot himself. What maybe, really? Maybe early. Well, with the national team, there he was a coach. So his dad was a national team coach when he was picking his son all the time. Uh, I think but also the uh, deservedly, yeah, but you but know deservedly. that's a that's a difficult situation. Can you imagine if he was just gone like cusp? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your, your charms and his dad in rugby. No, I think I yeah, think you're, you're, giving, you're literally <laughs> going to go play for El Salvador. Right. You are playing. Yes, I think what was unfair to a young Michael Bradley was that because he also even in his early twenties was bald and looked like his dad. What was unfair to him was that. People always question, is it nepotism or is he this good? Yeah. Is he a 23-year-old captain caliber U.S. men's international? Or is it because dad is the coach? Uh, and that he had a couple failed stints in Europe before catching on at Roma and then coming to TFC in his prime. Um, but I think, you know, he, he'd earned that. I, I just I just feel like he's matured to a point where he Bob won't have to make that call. Michael will make it. You could be right. And, and I'm sure they have discussed it. You know, this is a big job for his dad as well, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't work out great for him at LA. Not how he hoped, so. Yeah, it's it funny though, right? But they got to a CONCACAF Champions League final. Mm-hmm. They didn't win the league. They did have the MVP. But apart from this past season and missing the playoffs, see, I feel like the asterisk for COVID applies to 2020, 2021 for every team. And potentially 2022 for some. So why isn't Chris Armas still coach? Well, no, that's two different <laughs> stories. I, uh, well, but I, I no, also I mean, think weird that times, right? you have to anyone succeed. You know, but you, you look at a, a lot of the movement as well. But but specific to MLS, I think that that asterisk is very important. You had some teams that played in front of a full crowd from match day one. You had three teams that didn't play in their own country for half of the season. Right. And just all of it is really scrambled and jumbled. And for LAFC, <laughs> who had some injuries and a, a bit to deal with as well, I don't think that he he will be remembered in LA much the same way Dean Smith is kind of remembered in, at Aston Villa. As a real legend, how it ended doesn't matter. They they achieved a lot in the immediacy. He was a 
you know, a part of the beginning in LAFC and uh, got them to a CONCACAF Champions League final. And I think that he'll be, you know, long remembered for all of that. Maybe you're right. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a disaster, I'm not far from it, but um, they wanted trophies. That's they did. Brought there. They spent a lot of money, right? Um, but he, he, he needs to make this work where he's at, trying to completely rebuild, really. I mean, not that many guys you can say are going to definitely be back next season, or should be back next season. The DPs have been exhausted. You've got to buy Josie out. Anyway. I won't get into too much DLC right now. Josie's gone, though. Is that not it? very squirmy in his chair over there. And, and fair enough. <laughs> no, but I did read Oso saying, you know, I, I, you know, I'd love to know, I'd, you know. Oh, actually, he didn't say it, but uh, I think Josh Cloak was writing about, you know, does, does he, he's always wanted to play in Europe. Oh, so, yeah, but I wonder if this, or is this window, is it, is it too late, is yeah. it... I mean, he's making decent money for MLS, right? He's what twenty eight now. Well, he's his contract right now. Twenty nine now, is he? No. Or he's over his contract. Yeah, that's why. That's why it came up. I mean, if it's, so it's also his option. Not I don't know if it's his option or it's over. I don't know is if this was club or his option. It's club option. Oh. And when he's on something like eight hundred grand, oh. but it's not yeah, not so, TV though, right? Okay. So it's it's. A big money deal. So, well, I mean, listen, so many, it could, it could be the So, you see, you, to me, it's an automatic. You bring Lizzo back with your TFC. Well, they're probably looking at it now because of cap issues. But if you're buying a Josie out, the rumors are Sotelo's going back to South America. All right, there's money to be spent. Sotelo's gone. Yeah. Sotelo's gone. Um, I'd be interested to see what Bob wants to do because I think people think, you know, he's always been able to spend on a budget. Um, and I wonder how big that budget will be, but also like who he targets because I think MLS has changed and TFC needs to change. Obviously, uh, it hasn't worked with the, the, the kind of the old model. So will they adapt? Sorry, it's your old model being is that they used to buy you know recognizable names, big high price players. Age didn't matter, right? It would but get the, fans the, in, would it bring teams over the top. But the M- it did for TFC at the time. Yeah, but now. The new big spend model is younger South American, you know, kind of unproven yet uh, players with huge potential. You give them those DP salaries, and that takes you to the top or close to it. Atlanta won the title. Seattle has done well with that yeah. model, and that's the new way. But right? even if you want to get a named player from Europe, for example, so you part this year with the World Cup in December, right? A lot of these players are going to want to uh, stick around in Europe. Make their World Cup because of the World Cup. Because, you know, like for example, Javinko, you know, didn't work out for him in Italy. You know, he got yeah. back a couple of times, right? But, but not really. But, yeah. you know, it, that got me thinking, though, you're talking about the face of the team, right? And, and it used to be really obvious around the world, certain players, you know, AC Milan was Shevchenko's team, right? And, you know, Steven Job was Liverpool. Uh, I'm seeing it less and less now, right? So look at Chelsea, for example, right now. Chelsea are playing amazing football. Who's the face? Right? Who's the face of Chelsea? Okay, Steve Slakaku. Thomas Tuchel is the face of Chelsea. You think so? Jesus. It's not Honestly, great I think it's not a great face, but I think you're right. Yeah. Maybe. So our manager's becoming the favor. Klopp? Well, yeah. well you know what? Well, it's not a bad especially call, because what he did to Chelsea. Yeah, we had this conversation. Games in now. That's what everybody's hoping that you know they do at United. This next guy comes in and does this miracle job on them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. We had the side. Yeah, you know, on an entirely unlikely. Yeah. United. Side conversation on the last show. We were talking about um, Man City and how, for a fantasy team player, they're a nightmare. 
because you don't know who's going to be in the squad, right? There's only a handful of guys. Ederson, Ruben Diaz. I have Cancelo. You have Cancelo? Yeah, my fantasy. He's become a a guarantee. Because he can play right back and left back. Right? Good point. And Gundogan. Don't give away the secrets here, Deej. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But just how that, like, (laughs) you you look at a a side like that, you know, a world-famous side contending for titles, one of the world's best, undeniably. But not one or even three distinct faces, as you say, face of the franchise. No good for fantasy. So, in that sense, the face of that franchise club is absolutely pet and has been for six, five, six years. Klopp is Liverpool, so our manager's now changed. Now, do you think Klopp is over Salah? It depends who you, like, what what Salah you're looking at, though. All world right now. And I think, when I'm thinking marketing... Yeah, that's the one. Like, that's how I look at it. I don't look at it as player. I go... Who's getting, you know, it's if uh, Ronaldo did a sex date, he should want it out because he kicked crossover. Like, Salah's getting crossover. <laughs> I, I, argue so Virgil, I argue Virgil was like two years before the injury. It was Virgil's team. I would say, it's this is a good point, though. And I totally thought you thought too, Ed, that Wanga was going to say, I want to see the Mohamed Salah sex tape. Yeah, that's not coming out. I don't want to see that. No, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Chewbacca fuck. No Chewbacca or Bigfoot Sasquatch. No, because if that came out, he'd be in trouble. Exactly. He'd be a great finisher, though. (laughs) Silky might not be able to head. Might not be able to head the ball. All right. So, so Beach Teeth, us. Who's who's the face of uh, Tottenham? It's Conte now, isn't it? Or is it Kane? Harry Kane. It's Still Kane. Kane. That's one of the... But that's, but that's one of the few clear-cut ones. Yeah, yeah. Who's the face of Aston Villa? Not in Korea. Steven Gerrard. No, it's, it's Matty Cash, because looks just like Jack Grealish. <laughs> um, other team is AC Milan. It's Ebro again now, is it? Just because it's Ebro. But Ibra's not the most influential player. No, he's not. But I mean, yeah, think of AC Milan. He's still the face. But it's not Stefano Pioli, if that's the answer you want. <laughs> Sorry, who won? Milan won today. Okay. Big win. I was stuck on PSG and City. Yeah. I hope you can hear this because the rain is so loud. I know. We can we can clean it out. We'll clean the rain out. Exactly. We're about an hour, by the way. Oh, it was great. It was been a fun show. Speaking of COVID, though, you remember you said about performances of COVID. Doesn't that like like Jimmy Brennan, for instance, at York? Yeah, I was surprised they made the semi-final. To be honest, yeah, young team as well. Because yeah, I think they paid more minutes than anybody else. Young players, under but also preseason wasn't equal for everybody because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Getting mm-hmm. players together wasn't allowed, and in some places it was allowed. I think no matter what you think of Empire CPL, you have to get a mulligan given when what's happened the last two years, and also the best team. Forge. Forge. Yeah. I mean, one, or, one or two every year. Like, they won it like a, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, the model, the model but they're in the CONCACAF right. Champions, Champions League. League. So right. them losing to them in the semifinals. Next year. I, I don't know. Tonight. Yeah. Depends tonight. Yeah. I, I thought it was th- tonight. Playing right now. What's the score, yeah. In the CONCACAF League, which right. is the Europa the, League of CONCACAF. Oh. One of those second place leagues. Yeah. It's like the participant, but because they've reached the semifinal stage, of here's the, your trophy. They're losing uh, as we record right now. They're losing two nil to Matagua. Uh, uh, the rest of the players, uh, they are home tonight. 
Yep. We should also, I mean, hey, where are they going to play the Canada game? East-West. They're not playing it out west, right? No. We know this no. now. Wait, well, we it looks like Hamilton, right? It does look like Hamilton. American media. Why, why are they going to play in Hamilton? Because Toronto, they, there's issues with the field and the pitch. Uh, what? They put to sleep. BMO. BMO, yeah. It's January 30th. January 30th, yeah. It's one of the most important games in Canadian soccer history. I agree, but I think there's more issues just from that. But I think what will end up happening is it'll be playing in Hamilton. But remember the when TFC played that Panamanian team in the Champions League in February? That's the coldest game on record. I don't care what anyone else says. I was there. It was minus 30,000. So do you think it's going to be warmer in Hamilton? In Toronto, they had to put sand. It was a sandbox. Mavingo, every time he took a sprint, he was kicking sand in my face. I was sitting in row 12. <laughs> so why are they playing it in, in East? Is it because of time difference? And time difference. Stuff over the oh, yeah, you'd have to, and the, yeah, the time change and flying another five hours out to Vancouver. It just makes no sense. And I, and Herman's not going <laughs> yeah. to do that. I just don't, that's impossible. <laughs> I think the only thing that would be good about having it in Vancouver would be potentially, I guess, if they want to come up with this late bid for the World Cup thing, whatever, and put on a showcase. It's going to be, you know, it'd be well, a fantastic showcase. But, it's no, all, but the, it's all the, political. It's no, all but political. Vancouver is a controlled environment. Vancouver are not an option for the World Cup. No, they've not yet. Now the, the premier is now, now saying, "Well, maybe we'll be interested," but um, they pulled out officially. Oh, because Canada started doing well in football. Well, it's all political. It was all, yeah, it was government and then bureaucratic crap and. Well, it should be there. It should be games. Yeah. So, who is it? Initially, Hello? initially, that government each wanted to know all these things that you could not possibly forecast. You could guesstimate, but security, for instance, mm-hmm. right? You could look at okay, what is it in South Africa? What was it in Brazil? What is it, you know, in Russia? And all this kind of thing, and sort of forecast what security costs would be, but also how much money that's going to generate to the city, and yeah. da, 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 da. It, it, you know, it's a no-brainer, but. It What's was, wrong with you West Coast guys, man? I, I know. Outdoors, Deej. So this right now is, is, is Edmonton and Toronto. They're the only the, two. two what, Montreal are not in it they as well. They're in July. Yeah, so What's wrong with you Frenchies, Dan? I don't know, man. It's too expensive. You don't want <laughs> no, the World too, Cup in Montreal. It's too expensive, too. They won't spend the money on on the, the stadium. Infrastructure, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, think, I, mean, listen, I think it's short-sighted. I mean, they'll regret that. Come on, 2026 man. World Cup. Well, especially there's a few French dudes. Yeah. Uh, like, Crepeau and that uh, Girard. Uh, yeah. It's a 30th month tournament, right? Vancouver and Montreal you, you should get month, a World Cup whole bubble over that. Even though you may be hosting three games, two games, maybe that's Come it. On, you man. can make it a festival for a month. I feel sorry for like, the Montreal great. people. They should have a World Cup. They had the Olympics there, didn't they, Dan? Yeah, but it was... That's, that's, what, that's, that's why they're saying That's why they're, they're not having this. About it, they, 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 that's what kills us. They're still paying that. Oh! Honestly, they finished that 2015. 1976, they built this Olympic stadium. They got a, a, a European, yeah. Parisian guy to build it, and he built it. Never worked Julien Eiffel. <laughs> no, he, he built it, uh, unfortunately, like a European field. It was like a retract. It's supposed to be a retractable yeah, roof. And it, it never, never worked. worked. Never it worked. Was all they didn't cement. finish it. Yeah. I remember being at opening of Expo's seasons, yeah. and it was leaking. Like big leaks coming down, and Yuppie would run around. And that was when Naughty Economy with a mop. How many? Do you remember That's her? Right. That being 10. the first ten in gymnastics in the Olympics. He no. went a bit too young. No, I know, but it's still famous. Yeah, moment. So That's why Montreal couldn't be an option for the Canada Games coming up. It's because the roof is so bad. Yeah, it's a certain amount of snow they can't use that facility. Right, because it's going to break. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh, anyway, falling from it. You know what time? It's uh, <laughs> time for a little song. 
Doing two games, uh, both on Sunday. The early, which is City West Ham. Ham is coming off a big loss. Yeah. And we're going to go with Craig Forrest. No, we're going to do the odds. You're going to actually. No, do I, odds. Yeah, I didn't look at the odds yet. City's home, though. City's home. West Ham played tomorrow. City's so played today. Against some guy from Bulgaria? Yeah. Who are they playing? Ivan Shubuch, but Right. Let's give Sophia. I have no idea. City's home. Yes. City at home, West Ham, Craig. Your team. One of your teams. 3-1 City. Wow. That is someone who is... Listen to him. Because that's him and all his heart is going the other way. Broke, right? Exactly. I'm just... I'm doing it trying to be... That's exactly what I think is going to happen. 3-1 City. And I hope I'm wrong. Danny. 6-1 City. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Actually... Wow. wow. Well, that's because that's West, over. Fabianski <laughs> should throw one in now. <laughs> so because West Ham are going to beat Rapid Vienna 2-0 in their Thursday Europa League match, uh, they are going to lose 2-0 to Man City. That's, that's my reasons for them losing. 2-0, so a two-goal deficit for you two. You want to do this one? Uh, sure, 1-1. One, one. Yes. Oh, I'll take yeah, that. I would take that. that again, you know, they've been so amazing recently. Like, the performances have been just off the charts and uh, every now and again they, they kind of let you down a little bit right and this oh, will be that weekend and West Ham's damn good team let's, let's face it yeah, thanks man thanks for supporting yeah. the team got you. hey guys I don't know but what's a bigger game Burnley Tottenham or Chelsea Man U Burnley Tottenham so who's in charge of uh, United is the question but, yeah that's interesting well, we've not spoken about that at all We did, no. that was our last show Ernesto Valverde which is hilariously ridiculous, right? They're so fucking clueless. Okay, at Chelsea, go beat Man U at Chelsea. I'm really looking forward to that game. It's the headliner on Sunday. Yeah, it's the 11.30 on Sunday. Honestly, 1-1. One, one. Ditch? Chelsea, 2-0. Ooh, I'm going with 2-0 as well. Fair. 2-0 sounds, nice. sounds nice to me. Wow. Yeah. That's like a gooch from uh, the Goonies. Anyways, it's for T Pigs. It's for T Pigs. That's for T Pigs. On for T Pigs. Hey, very quickly before we end, very quickly. Is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer stopped Rizno crash since he got the job? Crash. <laughs> he came Mulder though. Yeah. It wasn't like he was this big, you know, sexy young manager on so the So where race. do you think he goes from? Norway. He's going to get the That's Norway job. He's, got, he's <laughs> just signed a new deal. So he's got like, what, seven million or more payoff? Does that translate to international football? Because their next cycle will be 2024. Translate. So he, he can, he can do win. whatever he fucking wants. He's going to go to Norway. <laughs> he's the Norway job. You think so? Is it like the national team? The interview when he got fired. Um, yeah. He was so healthy. And happy. And happy. Like, it was way a little Release. Like, the first... awful for the previous three, yeah. four months. Like, the year. first time you saw me when I was no longer with Sportsnet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, who is this young girl? Beaming, glowing, yeah. young man. Healthy skin. Mm. Happens. It was always going to end that way with Ollie. I, I do feel sorry for him. 
but I really feel that the players checked out in the end. Yeah. And the, the result against Watford was just the icing on the cake. But they should have fired him weeks ago, but at least before the international break. They have no contingency plan? No, exactly. And that's, that's why I feel sorry for him, fucking because check out. there's no... The fucking players on 300 grand. Yeah, that's check what I mean. They checked out. out. They checked out, Craig. I know. Sure. And, like, that's just embarrassing. Also, I, think, he wouldn't check out. I think the board of directors and everyone, they kind of Conserving. hung him out to dry. Him. <laughs> and that's why I feel sorry for him. Like... He's a legend at the club. And you can see how emotional he was, even saying goodbye to the fans afterwards, mm-hmm. like leaving the training ground. They were actually chanting his name at the uh, the VRL win. Yeah, so fans were still like, Jesus, you've been confused, it's though. Tough. It's tough. It they, tough. They hung him out to dry because, like many massive multinational corporations, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. So they just kind of wait until it blows up in their face, and they saw the Watford result. A team that hadn't won since the opening day of the season against Villa as the biggest embarrassment. And so that's what they did then. That's why they but didn't change it. They saw that as a win and maybe a chance to yeah. redeem themselves. I was thinking today, watching the other Champions League games, not not yesterday watching United hilariously, today, I thought, well, they're looking for an interim, and look at the names they're talking about. Guys that should be permanent names. Lucien Favre, Rudy Garcia, Ernesto Valverde. But they're talking about them exclusively as interims to wait for Pochettino. the main guy, which is which we all believe, yeah, is Mauricio Pochettino. Why the fuck wouldn't they just ride out with Oli then? If, if they're treating this season as a write-off, why not do that? But then the way it was presented as an Oli, you know, chose to walk, it was Oli's, Oli said it's my time to step away. And as you talk about him looking so much better, I'm starting to believe that, where he just said, look, I know you guys think that we can ride this out. Maybe. I feel like I've, not not that he would maybe admit he's lost the room, but that he was well aware that this is not getting any he's better yeah. for me here. As long my as you stock is only me. going down. As long as you pay me my full contract, I yeah, am yeah, happy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. We'll make it a mutual. Well, yeah. Eight million, million pounds? Seven and a half. Right? So, but... Thirteen million dollars. No disrespect. Maybe. I mean, yeah. go back to Malt. Like, go back to. Hey, why not? He's going to be ten million. Right. Nor- like Norway camp. national team. He's Erling Holland. Like, he's, he's, he's not a bad. He's not a bad manager. Yeah. He's not a great manager. He's not a you know top club manager. But we don't know yet. Career for himself. We don't even know yet, right? Well, we don't even. We don't even. Molder, but I mean, no. But I mean, you go to like look at the guys. I mean, Ferguson. He was one was all the way from getting fired. Says that. I mean. I Maybe. think what he what he did, he bought he bought some kind of I wouldn't even call it identity back, but he bought some kind of understanding that you're playing for Man United football club as well. Really destroyed it. Yeah, for a li- for a little bit, short period of time. But then you really kind of saw how much this team has been built tragically wrong in all parts in all different positions and they bought players that they shouldn't have bought for the wrong positions guys I don't think they should have bought Sancho for 75 million there's much bigger needs for that team I'm not saying Sancho is a bad player They, they just needed different types of players for this team and whether that's under Ole whether that's under the board of directors the uh, sporting director that's now staying on for a little bit longer I just it's it's a disaster of a club at the moment it yep. is a disaster of a club although you saw that did you see yesterday's game 
No, I don't watch. All right, so I was my, watching. It, it was a full Jekyll and Hyde yeah. from. No, no, they, was, they still weren't very good. Should have fucking won. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Just Just minutes, minutes, yeah. 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 yeah, And then they turned it around. And and Ronaldo they did goal. what Ronaldo does. He does a beautiful little, <laughs> you know, like over the goalie with an open. Well, like, like, most games we remember yeah. for the last 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Not what happened prior to that, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, but they but they were deserved winners in that game. A thousand percent United were. You think so? That cha- yes. Why? Okay, they started slow. For 70 minutes, these guys. But looking at the second half alone, uh, honestly, the last half an hour is the best reflection of the Man United team I think that this team actually is. And I lo- really love that Michael Carrick did some things differently because... I have and bench Rashford, right? That's you. That's balls to bench Bruno Fernandes. I know he's, he's had a bad run of form, but he's he's a list now. He's at that level where he he should be on the team sheet, no matter what his form is, right? It's not balls when you yeah, lose well, yeah, the term guy. You might as well roll the dice or something. But yeah. he was the guy. But he was also Ollie's number two and failed yeah. with two regimes. So what's really changed? Because who runs the training sessions? Not Ollie. No, no. Carrick and coaches, yeah, for sure. So how much better could this be? And in that last half an hour, considerably better. That's what I want to see a good coach go there. It's like Beach said. It's been built so poorly, this club. Will a great manager be able to turn it around? I'm not sure they can with those players and where they're at. We know what they need. They need depth at the back, and they need freaking a, a defensive midfielder, mm-hmm. and they need, they need a striker that's going to run around the field a bit. <laughs> well, they've had that called Mason Greenwood, but I don't need him. He's got Ronaldo. Right. Well, so I'll tell you who else is like it at the moment. And Spurs, Spurs are another club that have been built and organized as, as a team of players completely wrong. Yeah. And you're going to see Conte go in there. And it doesn't matter what coach is in there. Whereas yeah. Pochettino, Mourinho, Conte, the group of players have to start understanding that it's fucking internal. It's not whatever coach is coming in is going to wave a magic wand and we're going to start winning again. Okay, so Chelsea with Tuchel, they turned it around straight away. Was that built, that club built better, just Lampard? Yeah, I think, I think Lampard had a a little bit of a leash because they were under that transfer embargo. He brought in a number of players like Rhys James, Mason Mount that would never have got time if a head coach was in. And, now you're seeing the likes of those two guys, Chaloba, who scored in the Champions League Hudson yesterday, Hudson Adoy, that are experienced in the Champions League, not only in the Premier League, but in the Champions League. So I'm not saying Tuchel has not made a difference there because he clearly has. The structure of the, the, the defensive group, Mendy's made a massive difference in goal. Very good goalkeeper, great. And they, they fucking haven't con- they've conceded like six goals in their last 30 games. When did Mendy come in? Exactly. He came in just when Frank left. It was around that time, Just right? before Frank yeah, left. Basically, so that's what he did. He tightened up defensively. Because they weren't scoring goals, remember? Yeah. So they Frank thought, brought well, him in? Frank, Frank, brought Frank brought him in. Start, it was the start of last season. Yeah. And he, last he, season. Yeah, they yeah. had enough of Kepa. And they paid, he was a record goalkeeper. Or paid, yeah. right? Remember? Yeah, was, yeah. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? Until Allison. Somebody got like, what, 75 million? Like, yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Keppel was 75 million, yeah. yeah. But Mendy was a, a portion of that. Yeah. And look at him. That's great. So Chukel was made, te- definitely made a difference. Could Chukel have gone into Manchester United and Spurs and made a difference? I'm not sure. Different type of player group, different mentality. They've mm. won one championship, they've won um, Champions League. 
Spurs and Man United haven't done that in recent years. Statistically speaking, when managers come in and they're a new manager, they, they, they generally, after a few games, will settle back into where they were when the last guy was in charge. I know, the old new manager bounce is a bit of a myth. Yeah. Analytically, right? Yeah. But what is it, what, what isn't is that generally by changing a manager doesn't make you worse. But it might not make you better, but it might. Mm-hmm. But it won't make you worse. Yeah, sure. Um, we should probably call it quits, boys. Okay. It's been a roller coaster ride. <laughs> did we did we hit anything on the rundown? Not much. Well, we didn't have I didn't have spotted dick on the rundown. Right. Much, we got there, that, that was a fourteen minute tangent. <laughs> Thanks for that. I just <laughs> hope, he was him. I know it was, it was I just hope you can fucking hear this because I'm so dreading the Wonger text message in the morning. Sorry guys, this I know. pod's not gonna go to air. Well let's look forward to tomorrow morning. Alright guys, hope you enjoyed that. I know you didn't. Bye. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.